0: listening to the dad rules podcast with your hosts mario e and kid
1: welcome back everybody to the dad rules podcast where we help you dad better i'm one of your hosts mario e my main man kid what's up what's going on everybody so today we're going to talk about keep your cool yeah dealing with anger today. We're gonna to talk about how to deal
0: with your anger today. All right, kid, what you got for us? Um, anger is something that we all have dealt with in some shape, fashion, or form. It's something that we all have to deal with. It's all. It's something that we all have to keep um under control. And when I thought about anger, the first thing I thought about was, I mentor um you know teens and you know grade school uh boys all the time and the first thing that I try and help all of our struggling children with is anger. Because I feel like that's the first thing that we have to fix. If you can control your anger and I can get you to start thinking logically when you're in situations, everything else that you're dealing with will fall into place. Mm -hmm. And I let them know that it's okay to be angry. It's an emotion, it's a natural emotion. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be angry. But the difference is how do you handle that anger? What do you do to get yourself under control? Are you recognizing when you are starting to get upset? Do you have strategies to calm yourself down and get yourself back together? I'm talking about kids because the problem with having um, over emotional um, kids or young men is that they grow up to be. Angry and over emotional men, and then these men that have these anger issues, they end up being the head of households and mm. then they start they start having children, and then they they breed angry children because they grew up that way, so I've right. like started like passing it, it on, right, yeah. So I feel like that, that's something that we all have to, you know, we all have to work together to try and find out, you know, how can we get our boys to think logically? How how do we get our fathers to think logically and not be driven by anger? And I, I think about, I'm like, I think about like how, I know you probably heard this saying, the loudest, the emptiest wagon makes the most noise. And that's what I kinda see when I see somebody that's making a scene out in public, yelling at somebody, fussing at somebody. And what you gotta understand Mm -hmm. is when you can't control your anger in public and you have your kids with you, your kids are not gonna tell you this, but I'll tell you this, they're embarrassed they're embarrassed that you're out there acting out of character and not showing people the person that you can be. What's your thoughts on it? Yeah,
1: man. So the first thing I think about is what you said, anger is a natural emotion. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to be angry. It's about what you do and how you express that anger, you have to learn how to control it. And it can be tough, you know, for some people may be easier than others, uh, but you have to learn how to express that anger. Um, when you restrain your anger, you know, you're able to keep within your limits, right? And that's something that you definitely want to make sure that you're doing. Uh, we've all heard the the kind of the sayings, you know, you shouldn't let someone take you out of character, or let you, you know, once once you allow someone to get you that to the point where you're that angry to where you're just belligerent or whatever, they've got control over you. Oh, right. Exactly. You know? So, you know, you need to, to do what you need to do to keep your anger under control so that you can keep control of your, your own emotions. And, and you know, I'll say this. Um, it's, it's definitely, it, it definitely takes a lot of prayer. It takes yeah. a lot of practice and, but it can be done. And even for me, when you talk about angry people, angry children, I'm the type, as I get older, I am the type where I do not want anyone around me that is going to disturb my peace. If you are going to disturb my peace or the peace of my family, the peace of my wife or my children, you can stay over there with that. I'm, yeah. I I like peace. Yeah. I love peace. And yeah. I, I like being around peaceful people. Yeah. I don't wanna be around a bunch of hooping, and hollering and angry folks. And it's just, it it disturbs me. And you know, you just gotta, sometimes I mean, you just gotta cool your pipes. You know, yeah. it only makes matters worse to get so angry and upset about certain things. You yeah. know, um, the point where you're losing control. Again, like I said, it ang- being angry, you know, you can use anger to help fuel you to to do better things, right? Um, to be better, but it's just how you express that anger. Um, yeah. One of the things I think about is, you know, that that can help you with with your anger. I think about for some people, is exercise. Some people that that's that's their go-to. If they get angry, they may go exercise. Other people, you know, they may go talk to a friend or they may go talk to their therapist if it's, if it's really, really bad, right? Some yeah. people may count to 10. Some people may have a timeout. Uh, one of the things I've found is, now hear me out, is laughter.
2: Mm-hmm. Have you
1: ever been angry and then you just felt like, you know what, I'm just going to laugh about it? And then sometimes what you can find is if you laugh enough, you can laugh yourself out of that angry situation. I don't know if you've ever done that, but I know people that have done that before. And it's, it's actually like it, 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 when you're doing it, it feels kind of corny at first, but the more you do it, you start laughing and like, you know, it's, it's, it it can, it can help you feel better, you know? Yeah. Um, I I can see how that works. Yeah. Yeah. And, and another thing I'd say to that is, When you're angry, fathers, um, teach your kids to think before they speak. And even for yourselves, ourselves, think before you speak when you're angry. You do not ever want to say things out of anger because, as we all know, that can destroy a relationship. That can break some trust. That can, you know, man, speaking things when you're angry is a huge no no. Sometimes the best thing to do when you're angry is to just. Maybe do this and gather your thoughts and come back later when you've calmed down and then express those thoughts. But don't, yeah. and teach your kids to do that. Don't do that. And make sure that you teach your kids the same.
0: Yeah, I I, I definitely feel like, you know, just sometimes it's better just not to say anything when situations get heated. Um, and then like you said, just make sure you watching everything that comes out of your mouth in those moments because you can be so upset and you can say things that you regret and you can never take it back. You can apologize, you can be forgiven, but you can't take those words back. And, you know, I think about it and like for me and like you were saying, the laughing thing, and hey, if it works for you, it works for you, but laughing, it it, it doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for me, man. I'm just, you know, if I'm upset, man, like laughing it off, it it just, I I don't know. It it never worked for me. You know how I can tell laughing? Go ahead. No,
2: what you were going to say? You know how I can tell laughing doesn't work for you? (laughs)
1: Uh Because I've I've been around you at certain times when you're upset. And like for me, I, I can just, sometimes you just have to, I just have to. It just—I just have to laugh, and I'm not laughing at someone, or I'm not. But I've done that around you before, and for you, it's just like mm-mm, I don't want to <laughs> laugh.
0: No, <laughs> man, it didn't.
1: Like it just—I can constantly. think about a situation like that happened recently. Yeah. That you know, I saw you in a mood, and you know, the laughing for me didn't help. You know, but for me, it's just one of those things where I just sometimes I just have to laugh about it because I, you have to. I, you know, I, I have to kind of purge myself of that emotion and, and so that I'm not dwelling on it and just stewing on it and marinating on it to the point where I'm fuming even more, you know, cause that can happen. Yeah. So for me, sometimes it's just, just laughing it out.
0: Laughing I it just, out.
1: And that's, sometimes you have to do that for me.
0: Yeah. And I, I have to, days, I have to more like just remove myself from the situation. Like I have to, if it's if it's an argument ready to happen, or I'm just that upset, you know, it's better for me to just, you know, go for a walk, you know, um, just go somewhere to myself. And, you know, talking about parenting, your kids gonna get you upset. Absolutely. You love them, you love them to death, but if your kids hadn't got you upset before, it's coming. And what, like with Jonah, what I do, and today was one of those days where he, and, and it all really starts with the nap thing. My son, for whatever reason, hates to take a nap. Mm-hmm. And he got it honest because I'm not a napper myself. I sleep, I, I don't nap, Um, always been like that as a kid. I can remember being in, Uh, kindergarten and we were, you know, used to take naps in kindergarten. They don't do that anymore, but uh, we used to do that. And I remember every nap time I would just lay there and just be looking up at the ceiling. I could not do it. So I understand and I'm getting everything back now with him, but he can't stand it. And you know, some days he he'll go ahead and just do it. If I, you know, take the right steps about getting him to take his nap. But other times, if he just got in his mind that he doesn't want to do it, he's gonna have a little fit. And what I have to do, I have to just take him to his room and I'll close the door and I'll say, look, you get yourself together. Once you get yourself together, then you're welcome to come out. But dad's not gonna argue with you. We're not gonna fuss about it. We're not gonna get heated about it. Go get yourself together. And when you come out, Mm we'll be We'll be good, or we'll move on from that, so that's kind of how I manage with him, but like with me, with my anger, I have to um just get to myself and and just kind of just relax and just chill out a little bit um and when I said like even with the emotions earlier, and I talked about how emotional and i'm we're talking about young men because they're growing up to be dads. And I see a lot of emotional young men, and I'm saying emotional not in the right way, if that makes sense. It's okay to be in touch with your emotions. I'm in touch with my emotions, but you have to be able to control those emotions. When you're out of control, you can do things in an instant that can change the course of your life. That's right. You're in situations. That's right. Where you get so upset, where you cannot control yourself. All it takes is an instant. All it takes is a moment for you to ruin the rest of your life. So mm-hmm. that's why I feel like anger is just, it's a major issue that we have to make sure that our kids have control over. And we can't make them feel like, oh man, you a punk because you walking away from a situation. No, even in situations where somebody wants to maybe fight you or try and put their hands on you, no, you don't let anybody put your hands on you. You have to defend yourself. You have to take care of yourself, yes. But at the same time, if somebody's just sitting there just talking, 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 sometimes it's just best to just move away from that situation before things escalate. And you, you yeah. shouldn't feel like you're less of a man. This is even grown men because you may be in a situation, even dealing with your kids, and your best interest is at heart, and somebody's there, that's tempting you to, to get out of character, you need to remove yourself from that situation. Because yeah. you gotta think, you could do something or something can happen where we can mess up your life.
2: Yeah.
0: So we have to be thinking logically, and we have to make the right decisions.
2: Yeah. That's not it, easy.
0: No. No, think about how many people,
1: um, men and women who are locked up right now because mm-hmm. they got angry and they wow. couldn't keep control of their emotion and they made a mistake and they got locked up for the Some maybe for the rest of their lives. And mm-hmm. it, it's it's a real thing, bro. It's definitely a real thing. And it, you you hit it on the head earlier when you talked about, when you talked about recognizing those triggers Mm -hmm. and I I can't stress it enough dads, if you know that uh, you struggle with anger or your kids struggle with anger, um, talk to them about it. Um, put them, put, I mean, give give them some boxing gloves or or get them to get out and exercise, get some way that if if, if it's to the point where they, they have to get that anger out and laughing doesn't help them or a timeout doesn't help them. You know, do you have to find out what it is to, for them to be able to focus and channel that that energy, and and not go overboard with it, you you have yeah. to do that. You have to do that. And one other thing, I was going to say, just a quick funny funny story. We I can definitely laugh about it now, but I remember early on, uh, myisha and I, my wife, when we were married. Uh, we, you know, one another thing um, that that we've set out to do is not to argue in front of our kids. Now we've disagreed on things in front of our kids before, but as far as you know having like some knockdown, drag out fight where we're yelling and screaming at each other, we've never done that, period. But it, you know, we've we've had, you know, very heated discussions and stuff plenty of times, but we've we've tried to make sure we don't do that in front of our in front of our kids. And I remember early on when, you know, both of our kids were a lot younger than what they are now. I remember this one time we were we were having a discussion. And it, it wasn't going anywhere. We we weren't seeing eye to eye. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, we just we both got quiet and uh she walked out of the house and got in the took the kids, got and you know, uh got in the car, not to like leave me or anything or whatever, but you know, just to kind of, you know, kind of clear her head. You leave and you Yeah, it wasn't no, it wasn't that serious, trust me. And so uh she went down, we lived near a park. And she went down to the park to go just take the kids on a walk. And I didn't realize that's where she went. And I felt like, you know what, I'm going to go take me a walk. And um, for all I knew, I thought maybe she was going to the mall or going to a mom's house or just something like that. And don't you know, we ended up both at the park and we just both saw each other and we just kind of laughed, you know, and that kind of helped break that. And, you know, we were able to resolve that issue yeah. you know, that, that same evening or whatever, but... Um, like I said, dads, whatever you got to do, man, you know, just just make sure you're dealing with the anger in the right way. And you know, if if your if your wife or your girlfriend or your baby mama, you know, don't don't engage in that level to where you're you're doing it in front of your kids. I know it can be hard. I know it can be tough. But that that's something that you know your kids will remember that. Yeah, and that's that's not a, a necessarily a thing that I'm quite sure if you really think about it, you wouldn't want them to necessarily see. Another thing I was going to bring a real quick kid um, is there are certain situations where you as a dad, you may know what provokes your kids mm-hmm. and don't push your kids to that point. Okay. Yes. Don't, don't provoke your kids. If I know, and I'm, I'm making this up, if I know that me referring to my daughter in front of her friends by the childhood nickname that we called her at home is going to embarrass her and upset her, yeah. don't do that, Yeah, you know? Yeah. I mean, don't do that just for laughs. I mean, that's, come on. I mean, really? I mean, they have emotions just like we have emotions. We wouldn't anybody calling us out or doing something yeah. to us to offend us on purpose, so fathers please don't don't do things like that either and i could think about things with uh uh you know you you're in the coaching and and you know things like that and i'm quite sure you've probably seen some things on on the on the basketball court or on the football field where maybe a dad is you know getting to the the kids you know behind for missing a play or something and they as a as a parent you know what triggers your kids and don't do that yeah, That's what I'm saying. that Because that damages that relationship and you don't want to destroy that
0: relationship by intentionally doing that. Yeah. I think you made a good point about, you know, not arguing in front of your kids and that made me think about something. And my parents never did that in front of me and I appreciate them for that. And I can vividly remember like my parents having a discussion And having a disagreement, and it made me uncomfortable. Right. Mm -hmm. So I can only imagine. And and like I said, in my household, it wasn't a whole lot of arguing and stuff like that going on. So when I went out into the community and I heard adults screaming and yelling, using foul words to each other. It was a fear that took over there. So just imagine being a kid and somebody two and three times your size, a man. We know that we are stronger. We know we have that male presence with us as men. And when we're inside of a dwelling, and we're raising our voice as loud as we can and we're yelling and we're moving about violently. Can you imagine, you're not looking at that time that you're so angry and you're so upset, but can you imagine what those kids are going through? Can you imagine what those kids are seeing and how they are feeling? Man, I hope, you might not be thinking in your mind that you're gonna hurt their mother or whoever it is. But it may be that thought in their head that, oh, I hope daddy doesn't hurt mom. Mm -hmm. That's something to think about. Right. And we're, we're talking about a dad's podcast, right? And you have to be concerned about that because everything that you do in front of your kids it molds them into the adults and the parents that they're going to be one day. So we have to look at every little thing that we do in front of our kids. It's shaping them. And like you said about the point of not pushing our kids to that limit and getting them upset. Jonah is three years old now. And even when I'm disciplining him, I have to be concerned about his triggers. He has triggers now. Right. I have paid attention to the times that I have had to correct him and try and get him back in line. And when I talk to him like I'm upset with him and I'm mad with him, he rebels. And it's harder for me to get him back in line. But when I'm talking to him like I care, This is at three years old. Yeah. When I'm talking to him and I'm correcting him and I'm saying, buddy, I know that's what you want to do, but I don't want you to get hurt. So I don't need for you to run out into the street, whatever it is. He's more likely to, okay, dad, but if I'm upset, don't you ever go out there again or this is going to happen to you. It's a different response. Yeah, and and I'm telling no, I'm I'm not saying that you shouldn't be firm with your kids. Sometimes you have to be firm with them, especially when it's something that can really hurt them. Yeah, you have to be forceful. Sometimes you have to use that dad voice. But most of the time, we have to get them in line by showing them that we care. Now, I'm not telling you to be soft, but you. You have to be stern, but then at the same time, you have to show your kids that you care and that it's coming from a good place. Right. They take it back. hmm Yeah, I, I totally understand that. I get that.
1: I get that. Yeah, you gotta it's gotta be it's gotta be shown from a good place, like you said, and and you know your kids. You know, I could say the same thing with my daughter and with my son. I know their triggers, I know what triggers them and you don't want to lose it. You don't want to lose them. You know, when you're trying to, you know, some things, like you said, you're you you going to have to, you know, give it to them straight, you know, and and tell them the truth about something.
0: And you can't lose your kids.
1: Yeah. And parenting, you
0: not lose your kids. Right,
1: right. And, you know, you have to, you know, kind of be the parent, you know, so to speak, but, you know, it's a way that you can do it and still not necessarily trigger them, you know, cause they, again, got feelings too. They got emotions too. And you don't want to drive that wedge between you and your kids. Cause no one, no one wins at that point. You both lose.
0: You know, something that we haven't talked about, um, this is just personal for me, but how I deal with anger, because you know, and we've, we've talked about, um, working out and that's on our episode. You guys, if you haven't seen that episode, you can go back and watch it or listen to it. It's called Garbage In, Garbage garbage Out. And we talked about that. Um, But I don't really, like if I'm upset, working out doesn't help me. It's something that I, it's on my to-do list. It makes me feel better, but like as far as emotionally, it doesn't help me. Physical activity, like playing games, like playing basketball or my favorite thing for um, ridding of frustration is golf. Hmm. And And I know a lot of younger guys are not into it and I know sometimes it can be looked at as a gentleman's game. It can be, you know, for older guys, but I'm telling you as early as you guys can get into it, Get into golf, man. If I'm upset, if I'm having a rough day, and I go out, and you don't even have to go on the course and play, but if you could just go to the driving range, and they have different places like Drive Shack and um, Mm -hmm. I think the other one is Top Golf or something like that, and you can just go there, take your club, and just hit the ball. Mm -hmm and I'm telling you one all it takes is one good shot one good shot and you you'll think about that shot for the next two days you know mm. and it's a way that you can physically get that frustration out um I I love it I love yeah. it and the guys I play with they they love it too man and just kind of yeah. getting out there and being in nature it's um it's really good. And you know, there's other things that we can do too. I know there's probably some guys that like hunting. Um, anything that you like to do, fishing, um, camping, anything that you feel like can get you away, you know, get away from reality of things sometimes. Get your mind away. And then also we talked about vacations and stuff like that. That helps you with your, your family too. You know, you might be frustrated with somebody in your family, but you guys going away for a day or two, you know, that can help ease that that anger and the frustration that you may be going through.
1: Now, I, I hear you talking
0: about golf
1: and uh, I, I personally I can't relate to that. I've been golfing mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm a perfectionist or whatever, but and I'm, and I'm not that great at golf by any means, but you're not going to master least- it. Yeah. So but so to me, it, it just I, I could see it making me more frustrated because I can't hit the ball where it needs to go. But, you know, so that's that's why, you know, I, I don't know. if I've never went golfing when I'm frustrated to yeah. I've never done that to go try to as, as a release. Yeah. But, uh, you know, may, maybe it is fun. But, you know, definitely I have went on walks and done some type of physical activity, but
0: uh, never golf. But that's interesting you say that, though. Okay. I can't. I can't say that I'm a great golfer. I can't say that. Probably mm-hmm. can't even say I'm a good golfer. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I do have a lot of fun playing, and and I'm getting better. You know. Yeah. So yeah. you know, just got to keep sticking to it. Yeah. But um, for me, I, it's, I guess it's just too. laughing is my go-to. Yeah. I <laughs> but I got something else too. We were actually um had a time that you know, because you know, we're not perfect. I had a time we were actually on vacation. It made me think about that because I just talked about vacation. We were on vacation, man. Um, And we were in the Bahamas, man. So, you know, having a good time or whatever. I was stressed out though that whole time because I was finishing up with my master's degree. Mm -hmm. And I had like a huge project. It was like a huge project that I could not finish that project unless I worked on it every day while I was on vacation not all day time out
1: time out yeah i I gotta ask this: why would you go on vacation knowing that you have a project to do? Why wouldn't you wait till after the the school
0: it was of- it was a family vacation and um Thanksgiving, We're was around Thanksgiving. Okay. And, um, okay. We said that we were gonna do it. And, you know, I didn't know that I was gonna be, cause you know, you gotta plan those trips ahead of time. Yeah, that's true. So I didn't know I was gonna have that big project or whatever, but it just fell like that. So I was getting up, you know, probably five o'clock in the morning, maybe working to about eight, you know. I had to do that every day on vacation. So yes, I was stressed out, man. I bet. And um, I don't know, something happened and, you know, I don't feel like I said nothing disrespectful or nothing like that, but I just was frustrated and I didn't (laughs) have the right attitude. So, (laughs) um, Probably what I said was taken the wrong way. You know that happens in marriage. You know
1: what you said, and it was taken the wrong way. You ain't no probably. You know what you said, and you know it's yeah. probably. You know for sure it was taken the wrong way.
0: You oh yeah, know. yeah, yeah, it definitely. Was. <laughs> um, you know, but like I told you, you know when you say things, you can't take it back I, when you're upset. Yeah. And, um, I you know I got upset with with Joe too, man, and you know I was just the. It it was bad, man. I felt bad. I felt bad out there. So, what I, what I, I guess the point that I'm trying to make is, you know, when you do get into those times where you're angry or you're upset or you may say something that you shouldn't have said or whatever the case is, always apologize first and mean it and try and make things right. Yeah. So, you know, the next morning I got up, apologized, said, you know, I'm so frustrated and stuff. I got all this stuff going on and, you know, my wife she was understanding and I said, you know, I wanna make it up to you all. So took um my 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 wife, she loves sweets. So I took her to the candy um shop. She got whatever she wanted. It's little it's little stuff like that that you can make things right. Yeah. And um Joe, he loves trucks or whatever. And I purchased him a truck and just kind of made things right. So I guess like to the dads out there, when you do mess up, hey, great dads mess up too, you know? So, yeah. you know, just make it up. Never let things go without you coming back and making things right. That's right. That's what I could say. And it doesn't make you less of a man to come back and apologize and make it right with your family. That's your family, man. That's what you do, This. that's what you do. Everything that you do, going to work, providing for them, that's what you do that for. You do that for your family. So you want to make sure you take care of them. You want to make sure you treat them right. And if you do slip up, you mess up, say something or whatever the case is, always come back and try and make it right. That's right. To our Ask the Dads portion of the podcast. And today I have another question for you, Mario E. And that question is Have you ever bought your kids a gift that later you had second thoughts about that gift? Hmm. So you mean like a gift that I that I bought? And then I thought,
1: hmm, why did I buy that gift?
0: Yeah. Or yeah, I didn't know it was going to turn out like this or. Okay. Okay. So my
1: son, he's kind of, he's, he's past the Lego stage now, but you know, from when he first started playing with toys up until maybe, you know, six months ago to a year ago, it was all about Legos. And I would say the amount of money that we paid for Lego sets just so he could have one little man out of the Lego set was, yeah, I I would say that because a lot of times for him, it wasn't having the big set that you play with. It was about having the little men so he could put them all together and make them fight each other and all those different things. I mean, He still got just about all of them. He would play with the little men all the time. You know, like he would have the Incredible Hulk. He would have Thanos and Iron Man and Superman and all these different ones and Batman. But, you know, they don't sell those by themselves, you know. So you've got to pay like $50 to get this big, huge set. Yeah. Just so you can get Batman, Spider-Man. Well, those are different comic books, but just so you can get Batman, Superman, and The Flash, you gotta pay like eighty dollars to get this one set just to get those three characters. Man. And so yeah, the after after, you know, Christmas morning and we put the thing together and a week later he's only playing with, you know, the little the little action figures. <laughs> that was that was frustrating. That was frustrating.
0: Man, sure. it yeah, I can imagine that. And then too having the pieces on the floor oh. and ever stepped on one of that, you haven't realized pain until you stepped on one of those. And you stepped on a Lego, man.
1: That's the truth. Yeah. That is the truth.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'll man. tell you another thing that's frustrating too. And it made me think about like the race car tracks um, or train sets. Mm. Um, I know we bought... Jonah, the uh Cars track, like the one that was on Cars 3, the Florida Speedway, I think that's what it's called. And I mean, it was okay. nice, man. It was a big track, had the blue siding on it and everything. And it just rolls around and it has the, um I, I don't know what they call it, but it just keeps it going. The little um battery powered block or whatever that keeps it going around the okay. track. And It's cool, like, it's cool. He enjoyed it, he loved it for probably about the first month. Mm -hmm. And then after that, my son, I don't know what's going on with Jonah, but like he's at a stage, he's been at this stage for a while where he likes to see how things operate. So he has to take them apart Mm. to see how it works. And a lot of times he ends up breaking things or, Always taking it apart and can't put it back together. <laughs> and I got tired of putting that um track together and train tracks and stuff like that. all that stuff never ever stays together. And it does, it's not one of those toys that just lasts forever. Right. Because eventually you just like, you know what? We're throwing it out. I'm tired <laughs> of it. You know? Yeah. Tired of breaking it apart. I'm tired of putting it back together. I'm tired of it being in the way. You just get tired of it. So yeah, that that was definitely um one of one of uh one of those uh, gifts that I, I enjoyed, but I did think about it twice. Yeah.
1: You know, I think about let me just let me just uh, say this real quick. So it was uh I could definitely relate to that part too because You know, in the beginning, we would always have to put Israel's Legos together. Then once he would kind of learn how to do it himself, there would be plenty of times where he would get so frustrated because, you know, you're following the directions and, you know, he just couldn't get it. He would just be so upset that he couldn't do it. And, you know, then we'd have to sit there for an hour to help him or whatever the case may be. But, yeah, it was definitely one of those things where it's like, why did I get this thing? You know, but. You know, just to see the joy in their face, though, a lot of times that 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 makes it better.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah. Uh, my my toy or something that I bought, Jonah. I was like, why in the world did I get that? I know why I got it. I I, I like the idea of having it, but man, it can be um, it can be a challenge sometimes. And it's a drum set. Oh. Yeah, so Jonah's huh? now on his like second or third drum set. Yeah, yeah. He's busted the drum sets? Well, the first one he got it when he was like a year old. So he played that, but I mean, he just got too strong and he got too big for it. So naturally it kind of phased out. It's Hercules over there, ain't it? We got another one. He's doing pretty good with this one, but I guess in times that I need the house to be quiet, <laughs> i.e., recording the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> um, he's just dum 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 all during the podcast, and I have to try my best to edit things out. So yeah, yeah that's a real dad struggle with the drum set. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. But I love it because he's passionate about it. He loves it. It's something that I don't have to tell him to do. He's getting better at it. Um, and really you want your kids to excel in things that they love. And right now he loves drums and it doesn't make me I mean, it is is my proudest moment to see him, you know, enjoy his drum set.
1: Yeah. I, I can definitely agree to the drum set. Uh we bought uh my daughter, she just picked up playing the drums probably six months ago, about mm-hmm. six months ago. And so uh we bought her a drum set for Christmas. And y- you're talking about, you know, your son playing the drums. Well, imagine, you know, someone 18 playing the drums. And I mean, you know, if it, sometimes we we've done it like uh we come home from church. We'll come home from church on a Sunday. And, you know, Sunday afternoons is normally a time to relax or whatever for a lot of people, um, or Saturday mornings or whatever, and you just hear the drums banging. I mean, she's playing well. Don't get me wrong, she's she's really good. But yeah. sometimes you don't want to, I don't want to hear that. I just yeah. want peace and quiet yeah. sometimes, you know? But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad we got it for her because, you know, she's definitely, She's definitely using it and she's gotten a whole lot um, better. And, but it's sometimes you're like, I don't want to hear these drums today. Can you
0: quiet down? (laughs) Yeah, and then some people, man, some people go their whole lives, man. They don't really find out what they're passionate about. Yeah. And uh, just that our kids have really found some passions in their life. It it makes me proud. Yeah,
2: yeah, for sure. For sure.
0: But hey, That's all we have for today. Dads, let us know about what you have.
1: What's something that you regretted buying or or you had second thoughts after you bought it? Yeah,
0: we want to hear that. We want to hear that. So we got Mario E. and Kid. We're signing off. Thank you for listening to the Dad Rules Podcast with your host Mario E. and Kid. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Also, follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Breaker, and Player FM. Till next time.